Today is Sunday, September 18th. This is the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show. I'm Eric Baker. Our top stories this week, the Pasco High School Marching Band of Pirates have been chosen by Congressman Gus Balarakis to represent the state of Florida in the Memorial Day Parade in Washington, D.C. in 2023. This is an amazing opportunity for our students as well as our incredible city of Dade City. Out of all the high schools in the entire state of Florida, our school was chosen. This year's marching theme is Heroes, which will fit in well with the Washington, D.C. trip. If you or someone you know would like to be a hero to one of our students and consider being a sponsor, please contact Johanna Thiel, Band Booster President, 813-714-1039, or Danielle Fields, Band Booster Secretary, 813-395-4922. The Dade City Police Department are currently attempting to locate a missing juvenile by the name of Caitlin O'Brien, a.k.a. Skyler, white female. She was last seen on September 12th, 2022 at her residence. Caitlin is approximately 5'6", 200 pounds with brown eyes and short black hair. She was attired in a black jacket, blue shorts, and white Crocs. She was carrying a jean jacket and a large black duffel bag at the time she was last seen. If you have any information as to her whereabouts, please contact the Dade City Police Department, 352-521-1493. PSA, please remember to not feed alligators. While serious injuries caused by alligators are rare in Florida, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission recommends taking precautions when in and around the water to prevent conflicts with alligators. Never feed an alligator. When fed, Alligators can lose their natural wariness and instead learn to associate people with the availability of food. This can lead to dangerous circumstances for yourself and other people who could encounter the alligator in the future. Feeding alligators is illegal and dangerous in Florida. If you see someone feeding an alligator, call FWC's Wildlife Alert. 888-404-FWCC or visit myfwc.com forward slash wildlife alert. Saturday, October 29th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Pharaoh Gales, a professional wildlife handler, educator, conservationist, performer, and artist will be at the Living History Seminole War event to demonstrate alligator wrestling and educate guests about alligators and Native American history. We hope you will join us at the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road in Dade City. Saturday, September 17th, the Dade City Center for the Arts hosted the opening day for the Downtown Dade City Art Walk. An estimated 120 people attended the opening ceremony at the National Guard Armory in Downtown Dade City, and many others followed later during the event. Here is one of the event organizers, Mr. Kevin Taggarty, with more information. So I'm live on site at the Dade City Art Walk with Mr. Kevin Taggarty. Kevin, what can we expect today here at the Dade City Art Walk? Well, we have our first annual for our Dade City Center for the Arts uh, Art Walk 2022. We've got 22 different artists, I guess, for 2022 uh, to go throughout the different towns, uh, the businesses in our town, and check out each artist's featured work. So we're going to be... hosting music we have a kids art zone called the pre-caso 
uh, art exhibit, and that's going to be over at Lighthouse Books. And uh, maps are available. We're about to start at the Armory. We're going to have the grand opening where uh, Jimmy Shive, our town's mayor, is going to take uh, opening words and give, give us the uh, opening speech. And then we've got some artists that are going to render some of their art here and talk a little bit about what they, they've done. Awesome. So what kind of art can we expect to see today? Everything from all kinds of different mediums, but mainly paintings. Uh, and it's they'll all on, be on display throughout the week from the 17th, I think, 22nd, 24th. 24th is the uh, final next Saturday anyway. It's seven days long. And today, though, we just want you to come along, come down to Dade City, grab a bite, a little refreshment. Each location is going to have something fun for you, little hands out and goodies. And you just kind of stumble on and find your next uh, uh, business to go and find your next artist. Uh, I'm going to be on the street. Aloha Kev uh, is my stage name. And I'll be on the street over there by Perks, uh, just in front by the wine library. And I'll be doing live music on the street, well, DJ music on the street. And uh, we hope you join us. It's a homegrown art event. And it's really got a homegrown flavor. We're focusing on our Dade City folks here, and that's kind of cool to do. Looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Hey, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that Dade, Dade City wire. That's well needed here. Thank I'm you, sir. That. Thank you very much. I caught up with Emily, a local artist at Rustic Elegance, to find out more about the art she had on display. All right, guys. So I'm here at Rustic Elegance. I'm with Emily Bolton. Uh, we're talking about her artwork today. Emily, please describe it for us. Um, so I did an acrylic on canvas, and in order to get the inspiration for my piece, I just like took the shop and just kind of like went around that, and so that's how I came up with like the, the idea for the deer and like the forest to kind of fit into rustic elegance, and it was just really inspiring to do the art walk and see like everyone's different takes on everything, and so that was really exciting to do, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. So, so how long did it take you to, to complete this? I worked on it over like a span of a few weeks, just like a few like hours each day. And then some days I'd do like maybe like probably like eight hours. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And you said it's acrylic? Yeah, it's acrylic on canvas. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. It's a nice frame too. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Emily. Pasco County Parks, Recreation, and Natural Resources are hosting the following upcoming events. An open pickleball at the Dade City Armory every Thursday from 5.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. All adults are invited. The Dade City Armory is located at 38017 Live Oak Avenue. For more details about this free program, please call 352-521-4166. The Recreate Your Mind Week 2022 begins October 2nd, 8 a.m. at the Withalacoochee River Park in Day City, Florida for stretching and meditation. This is a free event. For more information, call 727-494-4878. And Stomp Out Suicide, 5K, 10K, and One Mile Walk Run, October 8th at the Withalacoochee River Park, 12449 Withalacoochee Boulevard. To guarantee race medal and t-shirt, please register by October 7th. Visit www.dadecitywire.com for more information. Sunday, October 9th at 2 p.m., Prelude Academy of the Arts presents Sound of Autumn at the Dade City Heritage Museum, 14206 US 98 Bypass. Suggested admission is only $5.
Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. is downtown Dade City's Halloween Spooktacular event. There will be trick-or-treating for kids and pets along with activities for the entire family. There will also be costume contests for kids, pets, and adults. Complimentary treat bags will be available at Lamp Park while supplies last. We'll see you there. Tuesday, September 20th is the Dade City Chamber of Commerce Business Breakfast located at Cafe Cocopelli, 37940 Live Oak Avenue. The breakfast is sponsored by Caratino's Law, PLLC. Networking begins at 7 a.m. The breakfast begins at 7.30. It's $10 for chamber members, $15 for non-members. Please register online at dadecitychamber.org forward slash chamber dash breakfast. Join the chamber for chamber coffee and coaching on Wednesday, October 5th from 7:30 to 9 p.m. located at the San Antonio Citizen Federal Credit Union Operation Center 12542 Curly Street, San Antonio. Guest speaker Abel Tapia from Redwater Media will be presenting on the topic of multimedia. The event is free for chamber members. Prospective members are $10. Register online at dadecitychamber.org. Monday, September 19th at 1 p.m., join the Dessert with the Docs event at Advent Health in Dade City, 13020 Fort King Road, Suites 107 and 108. Join the health experts for sweet treats, giveaways, and a Q&A discussion about topics including breast health, important screenings, and treatment options for common women's health problems. For more information, call 833-300-2371. Saturday, September 24th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., the San Antonio Citizens Federal Credit Union and Rocycle are hosting a free community shred and recycling day. Everyone is welcome. Bring the documents you want to shred in boxes or containers, maximum of three and no larger than 18 by 12 by 9 inches each. Bring flat screens, computer towers, cell phones, tablets, and laptops for recycling. No appliances will be accepted. For full details, go to www.rowcycle.com. Lanky Lassie Shortbread is now carrying pumpkin spice shortbread until December, and their Lassie of the Month is Funfetti, which is their traditional shortbread with rainbow sprinkles and Belgium white chocolate chips. Find out more information at llshortbread.com. The Pasco County NAACP and the Pasco Unit of the League of Women Voters are hosting a candidate meet and greet on Saturday, October 8th from noon to 2 p.m. in rooms 3 and 4 of the Lando Lakes Recreation Center, 3032 Collier Parkway, Lando Lakes. For more information, email pasco at hclwv.org. Friday, October 7th at noon, the I Wanna Walk food truck is hosting their ribbon cutting event with lunch to follow at 37223 Medical Drive in Dade City. 
In local sports, Friday, September 17th, the Pasco Pirates renamed their press box in honor of Mr. Gerald Newton. Hundreds of people from the community were in attendance along with Dade City Mayor Mr. Jimmy Shive and City Commissioner Mr. Newt Nath Esquire. That same night, the Pasco Pirates varsity football team hosted the Hernando Leopards in their home opener for the 2022 season. So far this year, new head football coach Alfonso Freeney has his team locked in, averaging 32.6 points per game over the first three games. Friday night's game was no exception. By the end of the first half, the Pirates were up 20-7 and were firmly in control. The Leopards did manage to score 21 points, but it just wasn't enough. Despite the rain, the Pasco Pirates defeated the Hernando Leopards in their home opener non-conference game by a total score of 42-21, pushing their average to an an impressive 35 points per game on offense while only allowing an average of 16.5 points per game on defense. On offense, elite running back Tayshawn Balmier continues to be a force to be reckoned with, with 278 yards on 22 carries, averaging 12.6 yards per attempt and four touchdowns. Athlete Enrique Matos also scores a rushing touchdown, and Caleb Samuel scored one receiving touchdown while also recording eight tackles on defense, three solo, five assists. On defense, athletes Anthony Pratt and Leonardo Ingles led the way with nine tackles each. Anthony also had one block punt, and Leonardo had one fumble recovery. Nico Torres recorded two interceptions, and Ethan Humphrey earned one sack. I caught up with Coach Freeney after the game to find out what it feels like to be 4-0. Coach? My man. How's it going, Coach? Hey, you know. 4-0, Four and 0, Four man. 4-0. Have you ever been 4-0 before? So, at Mitchell, we went um, we went undefeated, and we had <laughs> – it was the COVID year, and we went undefeated, and this is going to sound like a crazy stat, but every single game until the one we lost to Edgewater in the semifinals, uh -huh. we had a running clock. So, we had these cool shirts made called the Running Clock Tour, but that was probably the the uh, we finished. We were four and zero that year, and then it was another year earlier in the season when we had a guy named Michael Hamilton as our tailback. He's at USF now, but we we went. That was our first undefeated season at Mitchell. So I've wow. been in this position before. Okay. Um, and you know I'm just trying to get these kids to understand they can they can do that. Like yeah. they've had the talent for years. It's just the discipline and this they set the standard and. They believed in us, and we believed in them, and it's been awesome. Yeah, that running back is something else. Hey, he's special. He is a beast. He's special. The referee said, he said <laughs> man, he ran by me. I like white lightning. I was like, oh, yeah, that's him. Tayshawn, yeah. he's maybe the fastest kid I've ever coached. Wow. He may be the fastest kid I wow. ever coached. He uh, we he went to a camp. It was laser clock, laser time, and um, he caught the 4-4. And wow. he's also a track kid. He ran track for the first time this year when I came in. I was like, hey, man, let's about you run track. Yeah. And he ended up going to the state um, the state track meet, you know, running track. So wow. he, he, he's a special talent. He plays defense too, right? So he does. He plays a little bit of defense. He gets in, um, you know, in certain packages and things like that. And I tell you, he got in, <laughs> one, he got in one play early in the season, and he literally stripped the ball. Picked the ball up and scored a touchdown on it. So he's just a, he's a he's an athlete, man. He yeah. plays ball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, congratulations on four and zero. Thank you. Thank God you bless for coming you. out. 
thanks a lot, Coach. Next week is the Pirates' bye week as they prepare for their next home game against Cypress Creek out of Wesley Chapel on Friday, September 30th. The St. Leo women's soccer team were stunned last week, dropping their first game of the season to Eckerd College by a score of one to nothing. They are now 5-1-1 on the season. The St. Leo men's soccer team lost 3-2 last week to Eckerd College, moving to 4-3 on the season. In local history, the 1892 Pasco County Jail was designed by English architect Francis Joseph Kennard and constructed by Captain Augustine Henry Ravises of Trilby at the northeast corner of Robinson Avenue and 10th Street. London architect Kennard designed numerous historic buildings in Tampa Bay, including the Pinellas County Courthouse, Hillsborough High School, Citrus Exchange Building, and several other notable sites, Robert Meyer of Atlas Group, Inc. began the restoration of the deteriorating building in 1981. Meyer said the original bricks were laid with limestone and sand, creating walls that were 16 inches thick. The oldest brick building in Dade City, businessman Buddy Jones purchased the extraordinary structure soon after and painstakingly maintained it for 28 years. Jones heard many fascinating stories from passersby and even a few former prisoners, including a couple of ghost stories. Although he readily admitted he never witnessed any ethereal activities there, the sparkling red brick building was put together in three stages which remain identifiable in the style of brickwork. The most eastern portion, which was removed, served as the sheriff's quarters as the sheriff and his family resided there as was the expectation of the day and the sheriff's wife was given compensation for preparing meals for the inmates and staff. The small structures that jets out from the west and double brick walls was utilized for solitary confinement. Double hung windows and the original bars remain unaltered. The former gallows that also stood on the property were used only twice in 1913 and 1917 as Florida statute abolished death by hanging in 1924. An array of jailbreaks and other clandestine activities can be found in the archives and they tell a lively story of frontier Florida and rugged times. The cornerstone of the old jail ended up in West Pasco and can be viewed at West Pasco Historical Museum in Newport Ritchie. Credit to Madonna Jervis Wise, madonnawisebooks.com. In local weather, similar to last week, we're looking at highs in the high 80s and lows in the low 70s pretty much all week long. We can expect to see afternoon thunderstorms on Monday with evening showers on Tuesday and Wednesday. There's only an 11% chance of rain on Thursday, which will be our nicest day of the upcoming week. However, we can expect the thunderstorms to return for the weekend with afternoon showers throughout the city. U.S. stocks had a rough week, suffering their fourth losing week in the past month and a half, seeing the Nasdaq fall over 5%. The S&P fell 4.8%, the Dow dropped 4.1%, and the Nasdaq fell 5.5%. 
Did you know that Day City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, DadeCityWire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag DadeCityWire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show.